All right, welcome to the Moto X Pod. This is episode number 10. We are running a little light on staff tonight, so we've got some great sitting-in guests tonight. But as usual, our regular in-and-out co-host, we've got <laughs> Dark Side, Jamie Guida. What's up, guys? little uh, tribute here for Carrie Fisher, passing away yesterday. Yeah. Broke my heart a little bit. Unfortunately, we lost an icon for, you know, our generation. Our kids probably don't even know who they are. But anyway, speaking of that, we've got the amateur phenom, Doc Smith. Who? What's up, guys? Yeah, I know. Have you heard who? about this? No, nah, I don't know. Never heard uh, of him. Don't know this kid. And we've got a sit-in guest sitting in. We may give him the mic on and off. Tyler, Big Daddy Jackson, sitting over there. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> So these, these guys have been training. They're starting their boot camp, getting ready for Loretta's. Um, y'all started it today with, I guess, a bang? Is that what we would call that? <laughs> it was pretty much, a, you know, just a muddy... We had no a, breaks. No. Well, none. I think at the end of the wreck, Tyler well, had yeah. none. I've never seen anybody, like, <laughs> yeah, literally was, pull the brake out of the clevis. I yeah, mean, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a first time for me. Uh, you know, I just came through a turn and blew... Blew everything out, and I tried to save it, and I finished the job. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much, blame it on Doc. But Doc anyways, was trying to yeah. take out his competition. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Mike, you're going to lose your mic there because I don't really trust you on the mic just yet, Tyler. We'll see how it goes. All right, well, let's do it. <laughs> I'm just joking. You still got it. Anyways, one thing we do want to cover tonight, we've talked about, and it's going to be a little bit, maybe a shorter show, maybe run more an hour. We'll see what's going on. There's not a lot going on. We still got a week and a half before Anaheim one, which I am itching just to get to the race I, I was thinking for some reason i guess i'm so anxious thought it was going to be this weekend i'm like oh it's going <laughs> to yeah. happen and then now i'm like oh just super bummed because it dawned on me today that i've got a whole nother week to let to wait it'll here, be here before we know it though it's it's coming fast yeah and so one thing we do want to cover we've got a um something that feel he is out tonight moto i mean muscle mark and factory feel are not going to be in the night mark is <laughs> called me about i don't know 20 minutes before the sh- we were supposed to be here for the show saying his child was projectile vomiting and it just never sounds good i'm so glad my kids are grown <laughs> <I know. laughs> so anyway to the hospital Do yeah what? i'm making a joke i was like they can take themselves to the hospital exactly exactly, exactly. so um anyways and phil has got some issues going on tonight i don't know exactly what it is but he texted us in the day and said he can't make it so definitely missed he was going to do a lot of coverage for the um, RM Fantasy stuff. He's yep. really big into that. But And we, me and Darkside here, like to play the fantasy... Um, motocross fantasy. Motos- motocross fantasy. I, I'm obviously the best, and I give everybody a chance to win by <laughs> skipping a few rounds. No, Right? Yeah. No, we. I definitely am not the best at that. But um, definitely cover that. And there's nothing really going on. I mean, I know it looks like Albertson's going to ride 450. Yeah. And that's something new. Yeah, hey, before we get going, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. Um, once again, Shock Socks, uh, which is the original and number one 10-second removable removable fork seal protector. Great product. Keeps your fork seals clean. Pull them off after you're done riding. That area is always clean, so you, you know nobody wants leaky fork seals. And uh, Shan Garcia just has an incredible product. You guys check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and they are also carried in Tucker Rocky. And then also out of Dallas, PMP Sprockets, which uh, their their tagline is "Get It in Gear." Those things are awesome. I've been running them for years. Scotty Winterstrom, who was on a couple weeks ago, runs them, 
and Kim Parks is a great ambassador for that company, and she's helping us out. You got to go to the website and check them out. The colors are just awesome. Yeah, we um, we're definitely proud to have them on the show helping us out. So that that is definitely awesome. And on the shock socks, when we have a sand track here, our track is super sandy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys are laughing because I mean we could have a three or four inches of rain, which we just had, and they were out there riding today. Sure. A little muddy, but still. You have got to run those sock shocks. We've been running them. They save four seals. Oh, yeah, seals. they're awesome. It's it's amazing how simple the product was and how it wasn't, like, Shan, like, made it so much better, so much usable, so much more usable. I mean, if you have a chance, check that out. If you're not running them, you're crazy. It's a couple, what, they're a couple of 25 bucks, I think, is what the set costs from Tuckeraki. Yeah. And I, I, save you probably... Four, yeah. five sets of fork seals. Exactly. We, we <laughs> yeah. save fork seals constantly. I mean, I know we do. We're riding sand, and we're not blowing fork seals. We're not leaking or anything. I haven't had a leaky fork seal since I've been using them, which is probably three or four years now. Yeah, and so, so definitely yeah. an awesome product. Um, but, yeah, like I was saying, you were, we were talking about Albertson. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a 450, this could be a good thing for him because his 250 thing did I don't th- – to me. Some people thought it was okay. It I, didn't go well. It didn't. You know, I – Jimmy's one of those guys that's probably should be top 10, I think, or right around 10th to 15th. And, man, I sure would like to see him do well. He's sort of a local guy, you know, from up in Oklahoma. He's close, and he's great guy, nice guy. I, I want to see him do well. And he can use the plastics off of his 250 for his 450 because he's going <laughs> right? to be on Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. yeah he can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully that won't, you know, he's not on that kind of budget where he'll have to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's doing it pretty much on his own, his own? is what it okay. sounds like. I know it's a big FMF bike. Yeah, the FMF has given him help on mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, he's definitely doing it out of his pocket, which is crazy because the effort and the money he put into – I'm a Suzuki guy. I yeah. mean, I'm riding a Cowie right now, and looks like I'm going to try to get back on a Suzuki. I just like – that. that's just – I mean, I, I'm just comfortable on him. Um, but I'm kind of perturbed with how that whole situation worked out with Suzuki was offering these teams, hey, whoever whoever does the best can be our factory team. Right. And, and then they're like, oh, never mind. We'll just give it to JGR. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of dirty, but I guess that's business. I suppose it's unfortunate because once again, Jimmy's bad? such a good dude, Jeez. and he, you know, he pushed that company last year when there wasn't anybody else really out there on Suzuki. Right. You know, James and Baggett were hurt most of the time, and it's it's unfortunate. It's not really fair, and that seems to be our sport because there's a lot of guys that deserve better, I think, than what they're getting out of the industry right now. Yeah, and I don't understand. I, I. I mean, really and truly, I don't think that they that the suppose of the well, I guess you would call it the the economy is not hurting that bad. Is what I'm trying to get at. I wouldn't think so. And our sport is growing, and it's getting more and more viewers and more and more TV time. How they don't get <coughs> more and more support, is it, I just don't understand it. I don't either. I, I I feel like there's probably enough money to go around to pay all these guys better. As we know, there's lots of talk about what could be done. There's a lot of opinions of what could be done. Something needs to be done throughout the sport that makes it more fair for everybody because all the guys that make a night show are fast guys. Even the guy we don't see in dead last is way faster than I'll ever be. They should at least be able to make a living off that. Yes, 100% agree. Because my grandfather was big in the golf. He loved playing golf. And he would tell me all the time, if you can just shoot par golf, if you can just shoot par, you can make a living playing golf. And that's basically what those night show guys are. Right. And you can't do that with our sport. No, no, you can't because 
they have to get up, probably go to work the next day, a lot of those guys, and they yeah, have to yeah. get to the next race on their own. Right. Most of those guys don't have a team <coughs> semi to transport their bikes. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, because I do think for what we pay to go to a race and for the sponsorship they had, the, the Monster Supercross, sponsored by Monster, that's a lot of money. It failed. They, they could, surely they could come off with some of their money to make sure that these guys make enough to get to the next race. And, and just they're not lost, going to it. I don't think. Lost on it. It's, it's unfortunately, it's they're greedy. They're they're in business to make money, and they're not gonna probably ever do anything unless some kind of competition comes in. Well, and also you got to think about it. I think our sport, honestly, is sick all the way down into the amateurs. I mean, and it starts with the fact that you have a bike. I mean, a brand new two fifty. Mm-hmm. Just getting into the sport, into like a two fifty, you're going to spend eight grand. Yeah, that's crazy. That's why I'm riding a 2006 still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and I've I've done bartering and trading and selling things and basically my soul to get the newest bike I've ever had, and it's a 13. Right. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So it's it's just it, there's a sickness here in our sport. It's from that, from, and I know I'm going to be the bad guy to somebody as far as like track owners or whatever. But God bless, the prices are so high. Um, something's got to change. You know, one thing that is changed and we're a part of is there's a, a, a series at Buffalo Creek where they're going to have, like, at least, I mean, you save $10 for your second class, you know what I mean? So if you're going to ride two classes, you save, you save a couple dollars, but the the big bikes are going to race after lunch. Right. And the mini bikes in the morning, that's cool. Something different. Something sure. to wake the sport up to bring it back. I mean, I'm not saying that's the answer, but we've got to do something we can't have where it costs a family of two because most time you have like me and doc father and son or whatever race it cost us three hundred dollars for a weekend to go race yeah it's insane because i mean i'm one of those budget racers you know i i'm week to week on my paychecks and what i can afford to do and i usually only run one class because i just can't see myself dropping 80 bucks to run two classes that's crazy you know, I was involved with the uh, Moto Masters vet series that Tom Shields puts on last year, and that was awesome because each race, there's six weeks in between. So I had time to save my money up and race again, fix anything that needs to be fixed, and also heal up from an injury. And the the series that you're talking about seems like a pretty good deal, too. I'm going to try to make some of those. Yeah. But, yeah, it's difficult. I don't know how people like you or some of those people, guys that come out and they have two or three kids racing, and they're racing, and they're running three classes – see how they do it well last year the only way reason why i was is because i've got really blessed with the chance to do some announcing at the tracks and so being able to go out there and announce at the races allows me to make a little bit of money while i'm there to offset the cost of getting there i mean it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and and my son's sitting over there and i I hope he realizes that i hate him because he's taking all my racing money yeah see i'm kind (laughs) of part of me is bummed that my son never really got into it he tried it a few times it just wasn't his thing right but part of me is like well if he was racing i probably wouldn't be <laughs> and my life would be very unhappy if i didn't get to race motocross well then you would be stuck doing basically what this show is supposed to be about today i guess is the fantasy yeah right so um yeah so you said in the text earlier that you were going to go over and explain this fantasy moto the motocross fantasy, motocross fantasy deal yeah i'll do my best um this this particular fantasy um, club or whatever you want, series yes. is based <coughs> off the 
it works off the point system that AMA Supercross puts out, which is if you win, if you get first place, 25 points. Second place, 22 points. And each one down from that is two points less. Um, the, the difference with it is you get to pick four riders in each class, and some of the riders who generally aren't doing as well will have a handicap. and They'll be considered an underdog. And if you pick an underdog and that rider places inside the top 10, their points are then doubled. So say you pick a rider such as Kyle Chisholm, who may be an uh, uh, underdog, and maybe they give him a handicap of five. and he, pl- he finishes 15th that night. Well, that handicap of five then bo- boosts him into 10th. At that point, because he's in the top 10, his points double. So it, you don't necessarily just pick the top four guys, and every, which everybody's going to do every week in some of the other leagues. You try to pick some guys that you're hoping will get up in there in the top 10 and maybe even get, with their handicap, a first place, and you then get 50 points. Well, I've been a part of this little series, of, and we have a group, the Texas MX is what the name of the class is, and, and the Thalen family, I know Mitchell Thalen has a big part of getting that put together every year for us. And he said I could put the code out for that. So if anybody awesome. wants to be in that um, little – like I guess you'd call it. It's a, it's a northeast Texas group. We all yeah. kind of know each other and, and racing with local guys. doesn't cost anything. Uh, it's going to be it, – the name of the, the league is Texas MX. All, all one word with MX is capitalized. And the password is Texas MX. And so Texas would be a capital T – and then lowercase X's, <laughs> and then the uh, capital M, capital X, capital S, capital X, 2017. So it's Texas MX SX 2017. That's the code to get in. I've been a part of it for a while, and I really was really, 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 really bad at this at the beginning. <laughs> and the reason why is I didn't catch that. I didn't understand the, the whole point system. The point system, and I, I saw the underdog. I saw this, and. I, and I would pick guys, and my riders would do good. And I'm like, how are these other people beating right, me so bad? Right. And and then I actually paid attention. I think it's what it was was I just wanted to pick riders, so sure. pick the top guys, pick that, you know. And um, it takes a little bit of finesse. I know a lot of people listening, their eyes may glass over as we explain it, but I promise you, after two or three weeks of racing, you'll pick it up, and yeah. then, and it makes it exciting because now I'm sitting there like you use child. Kyle Chisholm, for example, I'm sitting there watching Kyle Chisholm. I don't really care how Dungey and Roxon do because with the new timed, um, what do you call it, main events and races, they're going to be even more boring than they were last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, hopefully that's not the case, but the odds yeah. are it's not going to go. It's just going to have more time of those guys circling yeah. up front. And so, yeah, definitely it makes it a lot of fun doing that. So once again, that um, Texas MX, and I'll post that stuff yeah. on our Facebook page and make sure everybody knows how to get onto that. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's free yep. to get into it. it. You know, like I got my, my girlfriend, Dark Side Chick, uh, into it a couple years ago, and um, she would like, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch the race if she had to work late. I had to wait till she got home because she'd be into it, and she'd kick my butt sometimes. And she actually got into it after she helped make my picks one week, and it was the first week I ever won for the week won the fantasy league for the week and she took all the credit because she made the picks so then she got into it and we had a battle amongst ourselves like who's going to do better and that's why i really hope mark you I know think y'all both beat me pretty bad this year well she actually quit about halfway through just she was beating, beating me until she quit yeah. i'm glad she quit that's one less girl beating me in but i really hope mark our other co-host i hope he gets involved because i think 
even you know he doesn't he's not real interested in doing this fantasy league but i think if he gets into it it's fun just between ourselves because i want to beat tj you know yeah. and i want to beat mark and i want to beat my girlfriend i hope he doesn't <laughs> he could be dangerous he has so much knowledge about this stuff. that's how mitchell and his dad are like they study up to the final seconds of practice I and i usually have my picks in by friday night yes because i don't want to forget saturday and those guys are like they'll change their picks at like because you can change up until the main i think to the the show starts yes. and man they, they study it and yeah I, I don't get into it quite that much and sometimes i can't figure out how they beat me either because there'll be nights where i have like three or four guys that get first place points i'm like oh i'm gonna kill and then i'm like 15th exactly. like, well, how did that happen exactly but it's so much fun and i think we're gonna make mark do it <coughs> oh he's and, gonna yeah, he's yeah gonna he'll, he'll do it and then you know, and it's I'm just, gonna beat him, and he's gonna get mad and probably yeah. quit. Which I'm hoping that's really. No, happens. he won't quit. If he quit, well, he might. Awesome. He's a cowboy fan, so he might. That'd be awesome. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Tyler! I'll whoa, turn your mic off. Easy. Turn his mic off. So, easy. Uh, Tyler, we're gonna get you in on this. You're gonna get signed up and get beat, also. I I don't know about that. I mean, I did it. I, I think I did a few rounds last year, yes. and I I believe the first three rounds that I did, I did. I think you like, actually beat me one of those. Yeah, rounds, yeah, so. I did. I did. Yeah, you don't play either. Yeah, neither one. Yeah. No, nobody in here. Hey, well, I, I actually hey, have don't an account. Worry, don't worry. Played, Challenge so. accepted. I mean, I'll, I'll be glad well, to sign up and go yeah, through I, the whole the played, whole entire series now. Yeah, because Don Stock didn't finish much behind you. I don't think last and year. And I think he only did half the season. Okay, well, he finished right in front of my girlfriend <laughs> and right behind me or my fiance. So that means I was like fourth to last. Yeah, and I won a couple weekends in a row. And I really, yeah, that's awesome. And I tried. Like I'm trying and I'm not missing and I'm doing the yeah. best I can and I'm third to last. Yeah, and I, I guess I need to mention they also they if you do all 16 rounds, well it doesn't matter how many rounds you do, but they'll throw one race out. So if you right. have one bad race or multiple bad races, or you forget kind of thing. Yeah, then then that's not too big of a deal. It kind of helps out, but it, it's just a lot of fun and I really like it. I got into it. I think like I said three or four years ago, and they do it. We do it for motocross too. The motocross season. Yeah, and yeah, you you sit there and you watch the scroll across the screen and say, "Where's my guy at?" You know, yeah. that's you've never heard of maybe or you don't really know, but you're waiting. Oh, okay. If if he gets three more spots, exactly, I get into the top ten. Three yeah. more spots, and then they crash out. You know, I don't know how many times Nicoletti killed me last year. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he'd be like fifth. Yeah. You know, he's an underdog with a five point or a five uh, handicap, and he'd be in fifth, and then like all of a sudden he'd be last. Like, yeah. Oh, come on, man! Don't you know I picked you tonight? So that's probably not going to be. I can't imagine that being much better on the 250 because he is going to have to ride even. I didn't think about that until just now. He's going to have to ride harder on the 250 than he did the 450. Well, you know, I think. But it might be where he can man him. I believe I picked him to be third in the series, so I'm not going to. I, I believe in Nick Letty. I, I believe that he's super fast and a great guy, but it just dawned on me he's going to have to ride that bike harder than he did his 450. And him riding that 450 hard didn't really <laughs> work out sometimes. Well, you know, this just hit me. If Barsha or Pike were to get hurt, they'll probably move him up. So that could really change my uh, my third place pick overall. Yeah, I but, hope he does just so your third place pick doesn't work out. Yeah. who? I don't know. I, there's so many guys that are fast. It's just insane this year. They also have the um, RM Fantasy SX, which is kind of neat because it's free to play. But they still give you prizes. Yeah. And the one we were talking about before, they have a paid for, I think it's like $20 to get in, and you can be eligible for the prizes, which honestly I would just be throwing my um, my money away because I, there's bad. no way I'm going to wind up winning anything. But in the RM Fantasy SX is really cool 
because they have over fifty thousand dollars in prizes, you know, and awards that they're going to put out, and they have weekly winners. So even if you don't run the whole series and you do good one week in the overall deal, you get to actually win something. I don't know, maybe. I think last year they gave away tires and they gave away all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think they give gear away, stuff like that. Maybe. Yeah. That one I didn't do every week. That that's the one where you pick like your top five, right? Yeah. How you think they're going to finish, and then they give you like uh, wild one card. wild yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. I would do that when I saw it on my Twitter feed. I'd click on it and do it, and then but a lot of times I just forgot. But this year, since we're all going to do it, yeah, we're going to do. We're it definitely going to compete against each other and see how that goes. Yeah, so we definitely want to do that. And we'll, we'll put up that information on the Facebook for that sign-in information that, in case anybody got it. Now, obviously, most of the people in there, I'd say most, most people in there are riders out of the Northeast Texas area. But Mitchell said, open it up. Let people in. Let's have yeah. more people. I think it's because he just wants to beat more people. Yeah, and he probably will. And I've They're... already told him, if we, during the season, we're going to call him and get him on. And maybe we can trick him into telling us how he, they cheat. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just research. And I mean, even his mom is, is plays and it was doing right. good, right? I yeah, think. yeah, I think so. And they, uh, just from what I understand, they sit there and watch lap times, and God, that's just a little bit outside of what I want to do. I think usually I don't watch the race live, so I'm not sitting in front of the laptop, right? You know, I, I usually wait so I can skip commercials and all that good stuff. And <laughs> so I probably will never win the league, but if I could, like, when I get in top three, I'm just so stoked, right? And usually, I like if I meet Michael Gage or if I beat you. That's really all I care about. And my girlfriend, <laughs> fiance. I keep saying I gotta remember that. Fiance. Yeah, that's brand new. But um, <laughs> probably want to remember that. No, yeah. I won't get in trouble. It's just. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the main thing is I need to beat my close buddies. That's because that's what's important in life. Is... Everything's a competition. And Everything. Last year, it looked like uh, yeah. lappers. Lyle's Lappers. Yeah. And he's in the group text that we're in with the Thalens. I don't know if you're in that group. Yeah, text you just Thalens. put me in it the other day. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's pretty well, good. He did. I guess Mitchell did. Yeah, Mitchell. Yeah. The Moto Goat got third place. Easy Rider beat him this year. I know to everybody, it may not mean anything to y'all, but we've been playing against <laughs> these guys for a couple of years now. I right. think we've been doing this. It's right. been a lot of fun. But yeah, you guys need to, if you're listening, you need to get involved and, uh, you know, Tell us what you think on our Facebook page, and that's the same place. The Facebook page is where you'll find out about our giveaways. Uh, we still have some deals with Shock Socks and PMP that we want to help our listeners out. If you're listening, you got to let us know, and you might win something. Yeah, t- definitely. Make sure when you when you post up something on that and about our show, make sure you tag the show. Um, follow us on there. We have Instagram and a Twitter account, so yep. all that stuff. I don't really do the Twitter stuff too much. I'm not, not really big on that twitter stuff phil supposed to be handling that right right and i get on twitter quite a bit um i don't have access to our twitter page but i like being on twitter for checking out what the riders are doing and stuff and and uh, i did want to mention you know for those of you that are into the podcast and are pulp fans travis marks is listening sometimes and uh i just want to tell him thank you because he said some kind words to me about our show you know he knows we're new and we're getting this thing going but it's the we, same we, way with Daniel Blair with the main yeah, yeah, I saw I've that. talked to them and I'm trying to get some issues set up with the board so our sound for our sound quality, which has definitely gotten better and and trying to get a hold up with um with producer Joe. Uh, uh, Blair said that he would get a hold of me, but I haven't heard nothing yet. So I know if he's listening, I hope that he 
he feels the wrath of of, of my anger. Of TJ, of TJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's too worried about that. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. And, and from what I can tell, I don't think producer Joe would care much either. I right. I don't think he really gives to of anything about <laughs> it. So. <laughs> well, you know what it comes down to is we're just we love Moto and we like, you know, it's fun to talk about and listen to these shows while I'm working and, uh, you know, so any help we get, any fans or anybody that likes it, share it, tell your friends. So we got two guys here. So, so you, you, you said we got our number one fan, I think right now sitting here in <laughs> studio. Yeah, with, that'd be me. With Tyler. Yeah. Every, every week he's like, well, listen to the show. It was good. And I'm like, I, I, I won't give him an autograph though. He won't pay for he it. He just wants a free <laughs> sticker or a t-shirt or something. I mean, What's the point? I mean, yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going to pay for an autograph, TJ. Uh, <laughs> Come we, on. We, we've already discussed this. No, it's not going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get famous enough to where somebody will pay for my autograph. It's not going to be me, though. Uh, no. It's, it, it's not going to be me. No, no. No. I can just, like... Have you ever had anybody ask for your autograph? Because I have. I actually have. Pretty awesome. So you're going to laugh at me because, obviously, it's a it's a four-wheeler racing story. Oh, but we, used to, we, used to do, <laughs> we used to do the arena crosses during the monster truck jams. And so in, at the intermission, and these kids. Oh, would, where's Mark when you need him? I know. I'm so glad Mark's out here. I can go on and on about my four wheeler racing days. Hey, where's your mute button? <laughs> so, anyways, but these people would have no clue who we were. They'd come up. We have because you race four wheelers. Well, I know. But listen to my story. Ooh, I like my story. We were set up with a table, and we had autograph people would bring stuff to us to sign, like they do the pros. Okay, that's awesome. Now I actually wasn't famous. I'm not like some famous super fan or anything right right you know so i had like you i'm not famous come on now are you serious you're like you're super more fan famous royalty. than we are right now like the fact that they didn't have you in the favorite call-in guest for the pulpies <laughs> yeah. i was i was a little perturbed i mean really was like i, I even looked at the list okay i didn't even, couldn't figure out how to nominate you for the pulpy <laughs> i don't think that was an option Tra- <laughs> travis marks did that man I'm, i've only been listening for a year and I may, maybe I'm not a favorite. Maybe maybe you're not. I think that's okay. Hey, I love the show. I love listening. <laughs> I so, do too. It's all good. And the nominations were good. I'm just glad Kiefer won his yes. his uh his award because Kiefer is the man. Yeah, that's right. So what um so we have a guarantee of who riding what coast? Have you heard yet? Uh, yeah, it's been posted. I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah, is any, anything changing from last week? I'm saying like no, oh, no I don't think anything's changed. So, so what we yes. talked about last yes. week is pretty yes. okay. I didn't know. If yes, anything come up? That's we usually Mark's that. department too. He, yeah, yeah, we we're definitely missing you, Mark. I know yeah. you're going to tune in and listen, and we all think you're gay. <laughs> He's probably going to be like, "Oh, this show's terrible without me." <laughs> it is, it actually is though. I mean, that's the that's <laughs> he the bad definitely thing keeps about it. us in line and and on. He knows what we need to talk about next, and he's loud. <laughs> And it very, very loud. loud. So have to, yeah, we have to pad his mic a little bit, turn it down just just a hair. A hair? <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, Doc, what are your goals for 2017 as amateurs? I know you want to get to Loretta's, but yeah, oh, uh, just really just make a name for myself and just get myself out there. I want to be famous. I want to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler. Uh, for me, you know, uh, I won my first championship uh, this year in the Swan MX Full Moon Night Series. Uh, first one I've been chasing the championship for, I don't know, probably about three and a half, four years without injury. And I just want I just want so many more to come. Uh, that, that's pretty much all I want. I want to be on the number one. I want to be on the podium. 
uh, winning races isn't everything. Champion championships are really nice, but yeah, I, it I feels just, good. I just want to be known. Yeah, okay. I know. No, the listeners can't see this, but you see the joy on his face when he talks about <laughs> winning races. That is just, <laughs> yeah. that's heart. Right I, I feel it, man. I know yeah. how it feels. I'm 42 feels. years old, and I was chasing a championship last year. Damn it, Heath Salazar, Stephen Eddy, <laughs> <laughs> those guys. I had the lead, and they came back and took it away. Man, would you, did you crack under the pressure? Well, it's sort of an excuse, but I, I've had the broke collarbone, the mm. shattered collarbone surgery. Oh, yeah. And that cost me one moto. And then this next race at Oak Hill, I took it pretty easy. But honestly, those guys were on my butt the whole year anyway. So they, they may still have won it. They were just, man, the three of us were very equal in our racing abilities. And it was a blast. So, it, like, all, all the props to those guys. Because I think in the beginning, Steve and Eddie, who won the championship, was behind me and Heath and he came back and took it and like crushed us at Freestone. Really? Yeah, he passed me in the first turn and just left and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he was on fire then. Yeah, huh? he was he was on it, man. And so he, he took it, you know, more power to him. All, all the credit goes to him. He wrote his butt off. Tyler did the kind of the same thing this year. It didn't start out as on fire as he ended the series. I mean, him and what was it? It was... um. Sobe, Sobe, yeah, Ford Sobe, him and they were back and forth. I'm talking. We have video of some of their battles. Yeah, it is great. passing back and forth battle. If we could get our pros to race like him and Ford Sobe did, it would be the most exciting thing you've ever seen yeah. on TV. I gotta give it. To, I gotta give it to Sobe. I mean, Sobe, he, 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 he rides the the widest bike I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, he's he's so smooth. He's, I mean. He he just gives it all right there on that on that race and it's just, it's just awesome. I, yeah, this year I didn't start out great. I mean, I was still still getting accustomed to the to the 2015 Yamaha and it's a big step because I had an 09 before that and yeah. I couldn't get used to it. Couldn't get used to it and then finally everything just started clicking. We set everything up. Everything just started going smooth and that's whenever my season started picking up and that's whenever I had the chance to win this championship in the 250C class. I. I mean, I can't thank anybody. I, I can't thank everybody enough for the amount of support and not giving up. And then now you got your suspension just got back from uh, Craig Decker at Enzo. Nice. Yeah, Enzo, man. It's I got to give even, a shout out to him. It's getting I even mean, better. He came back. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, the first day, I mean, we were up in River Valley is whenever I put my suspension back on. And River Valley, I've never rode there until until then. And track's gnarly. It's, it's a fun track, but just having that suspension redone and completely noticing a difference yeah. on the feel and the way it turns, the way it handles, the way it the way it just moves is absolutely just incredible and I can't I, I can't thank him enough for for what he's done. And then we get these these two guys are here battling every day riding, you know. Yeah. And so they're just getting faster and faster. And we try to get some of the other guys to come ride and they're like, I don't know what they're doing but it's definitely helping these two here, so I feel sorry for their competition this year. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, I'm looking forward to watching you guys race this year a little bit. I don't think I got to see you guys ride too much because pretty much all I did was the vet races last year. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty eventful. I mean, uh, Doc and I we're going up in the same class for uh, 250C, and we're gonna be we're, we're just. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to 2017. You know, first round of Freestone. I mean, first weekend. I've I've always had good luck at the track, except for a couple times, broke a clutch lever, and I was just too ignorant not to just keep on going, but it's going to be interesting. Doc's fast, Doc is wicked fast, and 
I, you know, I'm just going to try to hang out, hang out with him. I had to sit them down today, but right when they're starting their boot camp, I say, look, y'all are riding and training together. Y'all are buddies. After a few months of this, you're going to hate each other. And you know, you know what I'm saying? What do you like mean, already yeah, do. they might. Because, <laughs> I mean, and then what's gonna? I, I've tried to tell them there could be a race where one guy takes the other one out. You got to remember that they're there for racing. You leave it yeah. on the track. You know, with their with their youth, they may have some of those angry moments. I know now. Think like you and I when yeah. we go out and race. Being with your buddies all the time makes it so much more fun. It and, does. You know, if you do get into one of the other guys, it's no big deal because we're not trying to kill each other. But at their age, yeah, they're. <laughs> They're trying to kill There's each so other. There's so much testosterone flowing. Yeah, it's just, it's just... So, yeah, keep that in mind. If one of you takes each other out, it wasn't on, probably wasn't on purpose. And if it was, you would have done the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Probably, yeah, pro- exactly. probably so. Yeah, exactly. So we were we were definitely having that conversation today. Yeah. And I, and it's hard. I mean, you got to think about they're just a couple of, you know, trying to hopefully one day make it sea riders, you know, and they're fast. But think about how it is in those camps when you've got, like, Anderson and Muskin and Dungy, I mean, there's that's got to be hard to do. I guess it depends on your personality because when I hear them talk about that, like how Dungy used to not like to train with other guys and wouldn't, yeah. or, or Villapoto or whoever wouldn't want other people out there, I'm the opposite. I think I would be. Maybe at that level it changes because there's so much money on the line, but man, I would want my buddies and the fastest guys I can have out there practicing because that's going to make you faster and it's just fun. Yeah, because I don't think RC liked having anybody. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the big ones I've heard that did it all alone. And I just that seems like if I had to ride by myself, yeah, I just don't every like day, the track by myself, boring. It's no fun. No, you don't. I have, mean, you can't go watch who, someone. Who are you going to crap talk with? See their lines and everything. Right, right. Learn something different. Yeah, who who are you going to be able to push around on the track and push yourself to try to keep up or? Well, or or the or the other person I like think, like like me out here at Doc's track like I'm always pushing myself to try to keep up with Doc because it's his track I, he rides it every day I I haven't rode it that much until now I mean is yeah, that your excuse yeah that is my excuse <laughs> I, I'm gonna use it I'm gonna stick with I don't, it I think I think as of now I think you had that excuse I think you have uh, quite a few laps spun on this track <laughs> just a couple but you just think a if, few you think about RC that dude it didn't he didn't have to have somebody to push him. He, yeah, well, he was motivated differently, I he guess. He was motivated not to lose. I can't remember who said it, but somebody sometimes said, R.C. feared losing more than he enjoyed winning. It seems and, miserable, though. Some of those guys, you know, the way you hear stories about mainly R.C. and Villapoto also, they seem so miserable doing something that's so much fun that should just be so exciting. And, man, it, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that, that, that they were – like Villapoto wanted out so bad, you know, and it's just well, weird. Back in the day when I was really pushing and trying to win championships, trying to do something, I'd spend four hours a day in the gym yeah. pushing and grinding. I hated it. And honestly, like, I haven't been riding much lately, and I was talking to Kathy about it, and it was kind of freaking me out at first. And then we got to talking, and I realized I don't really care to ride. I don't enjoy just going riding most of the time. Hmm. Now, right now... If there was a race tomorrow for me, I would be geared up, ready to race. But just the idea of going riding, it's not the most exciting thing to me. Okay. So, right. I, I mean, I guess I can kind of understand, but I'm definitely not on their level. Right. <laughs> I'm sure there there's a lot of pressure and expectations that for the, a lot of people would be just too much to deal with. It, and it takes the fun out of it, I'm sure. Yeah. I can see that side of it, but still, just the fact, I, I guess if they 
weren't well relatively wealthy, it'd be different too. But <laughs> that's a good point because they, they have enough money where they don't have to keep doing it. Some of those guys, the top guys, that. But to me, it's like, man, it's just fun. You know, I'm getting to make a living doing what I want. I personally dig ditches every day, just about. That sucks. I'd much yeah. rather be racing and having Team Honda well, you look at, want me to be at autograph signing tonight. <laughs> Scotty Winnerstrom, local guy, we've had him on the show. Yeah. That's, that's how he is. He just loves doing it. He's out there racing. and I mean, he's not, what's it called? He's obviously not making millions off of doing right. it, but that's the heart. That's what you think everybody you know, who does this does it for, but those top guys, I just... I don't think they're that. Maybe Roxon is. Yeah, I, and I guess a lot of them have been groomed since they were four or five years old, and that's all they've ever done. Maybe they are burnout. Yeah. I, I didn't get that luxury of getting to ride that often and race. And so that's probably why I don't understand it. Yeah, I didn't start moto until I was like 20 years old. Right. Yeah, and like riding at the house by myself or even with it just being Tyler here, every once in a while it's like I don't want to ride for a week. Sure. <laughs> now I ride because... I need to, and it's that's how you get faster. But it's like sometimes just you, I have no want to ride. We had a good learning moment the other day. He was here by himself, and I would, He's like, I'm gonna go do spin some laps, and I was like, I was like, okay, I'll go out there with you. And I, you know, obviously someone's always out there. Someone's watching him when he rides or whatever. And he um, he was out there and oh, had a technical issue there. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. It's okay. Everybody, yeah. Anyways, we um we were out there talking about so with his riding. He said, "I don't really feel it today." And I was like, "Well, just go out there and do some laps." And I and I said, "I'll time you." And he goes, "Okay." He didn't really. He doesn't really like the stopwatch. That kid does not like the stopwatch that much. But he would let well, me time him. Some days I'm fine with it. Other days it's just like, meh. <laughs> do you put his times up on a board? Uh no, we just, he run. Okay. He, we were doing sprint laps. Okay. And uh, I didn't know if you showed him something that he was trying to beat each lap. Well, we he'll go out there and do some sprint laps. I'll tell him what he does, and okay. then go do some more. And he comes in. And he goes, and his lap times—I don't remember what they were. His like his fastest lap times is like a low one thirty, like one thirty one, one thirty two. Um, he came back in. He goes, "I'm just not feeling it." He goes, "I'm super slow," and his lap times were like a a one thirty four. He was just barely off of his fastest lap time, and he looked at it. And I was like, "It's not about how you feel on the bike. It's about riding mechanically, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff." So I guess that's what that grind does. It just beats that into you to just ride this ride. But like you said, I, there's no way. Muscle I, memory. Yeah, muscle memory. I there's no way that I that I can understand how those guys can just hate it so much. It's yeah, it's foreign to me. But we're not in their shoes, I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I, I wish I could ride every weekend. It drives me crazy that I don't get to ride as much as I like to. Yeah. But you are going to race this year, huh? I plan on it, yeah. I'm going to do the Moto Master Series for sure, and uh, that that schedule just came out yesterday. Okay. And uh, probably try to do a few other races, maybe some of the Winter Series. Probably do some of those Buffalo Creek races you're talking about. I think I have. I think I'm announcing some of those Moto Masters. I think okay. I am because most of the time they're on Saturdays, aren't they? They're always on Saturday. Yeah, they're yeah. on Saturdays. Yep. So some of the races that I'm going to be at where they're That's racing nice. Sunday. It's cool. You can go I'm going to be there on Saturday. Yeah. You get you get you don't kill your well, whole weekend. Well, I think at those Brian Jackson's usually at, so we have church, we have a little ceremony, you know, in the morning usually. Anyway, yeah. Brian's awesome. Yeah, I always yeah, drag awesome. him up into the announcer's tower yeah. when he shows up because that dude can talk. That dude can give me a break up there. Right, <laughs> Brian's an incredible guy. Well, guys, I mean, it's 
We're about 40 minutes into the show. I think we've covered everything we wanted to. Once again, I'm going to um, post up on the Facebook about the the what do you call it the um, the fantasy <laughs> motocross with the code and everything. And man, I cannot thank our sponsors enough. Really and truly, these guys coming on. If we we're only 10 shows in. I mean, that's a growing show, but for them to take a chance to support our show, Shock Socks, Shane Garcia has been uh, just great help to us. He's been a personal friend for a long time, and for him to put his his business's reputation here out on the show is just an amazing. And Kim with PMP Sprockets. I mean, I don't know her. I think Guida, you do. Yeah, know I, I know. I've known her for a number of years, and she's just. This is the first year that I've asked for personal sponsorship from them, and she's amazing. She's awesome. Yeah, and, and they're. Yeah. And if you haven't, if you haven't got a chance, make sure you check out their website. They got some amazing products. They've got some like beautiful sprockets. I mean, the colors like just. I've seen other colors for other places, and theirs are just spot on. Once again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Sorry for the abbreviated show. Sorry that you had to listen to Tyler talk on here. No, I, <laughs> hey, I don't think I did that bad for my first time. Tyler either. Jackson, just look out for him this year. B- Tyler Big Daddy Jackson is what I announced over the PA just to mess with him. Thank you very much. The The, the Factory Rainbow Bright Rider. <laughs> and, uh, that kind of startled me off the start once. Yeah. Great job. Thank you, Doc, for coming in. No Jamie. Problem. Man, awesome. Yep, good Mark, times. you're uh, we need Mark for not back. coming in. Phil, you need to be here. So anyways, but like I said, I appreciate everybody for tuning in, downloading. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And y'all have a great New Year's. And our next show, we will be right around the corner from Supercross. We'll see y'all then. Yeah.